We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Whether Rick is your pick or Dan is your man, you wound up with both of them. Aren't you lucky? Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Hey, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. There she is, Kristen Weber. And yet she has slept on a pallet of bricks. That's the truth. (laughs) There she is. How are you? I am good, thanks. How are you guys this morning? We're good. Hey, what what would cause you to sleep on a uh, a pallet of bricks anyway? I mean, what what drove you to that? Was that living for Jesus, dying for Jesus thing? What was it? Um, no, I think I slept on like a brick. I guess it wouldn't be a pallet of bricks. That might be misleading. Like I was just like walking through some. Uh, <laughs> <Home Depot>. uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I almost said stonery, but I was like, mm, that might be. Yeah, too. probably better not do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they make the bricks. Uh, no, uh, like on a patio that was made of bricks uh, um, you like lay out your towel to after yeah, that doesn't sound very comfortable there. or camping when you would like backyard camp and oh there you go yeah i used to love camping when i was younger now it, yeah the ground's just too hard i mean it's just just forget it i'd rather sleep in a cabin yeah 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 princess camping yeah mm-hmm. well i i choose not to call it princess we call it glamping <laughs> that's a good one too yeah. Thanks for that. Thanks for that, Kristen. Uh, princess camping. Wow. Just using my spiritual gift of encouragement. <laughs> there you go. Hey, she's got a brand new book out. Uh, is it out now? It's out February first, so very soon it will be hot off the presses. All right. It's called uh, "Adulting for Jesus," and really, who wants to grow up? That's what I want to know. It's a book about purpose, trusting God, and obviously burritos mm-hmm. you know that title has written that has you written all over it so you you definitely did that yourself i uh, you know what actually the funny thing is is that the title was or the subtitle the title stayed the same from yeah. when I pitched the book all the way up until it never changed um but the subtitle went through a bunch of uh iterations so the initial subtitle that i had was um finding a purpose enjoy when you have no clue what you're doing or finding content. I can't remember my original subtitle, but it was something, something when you have no clue what you're doing. And so, and um, when they tested it with different audiences, um, the, like my my age group, millennial were like 100%. Yeah. We would read that book like that. We have no clue what we're doing, but then anyone like over the age of 45 was like, we would never touch that book because we're not going to admit we have no clue what we're doing. My mom and then my literary agent who are uh, above like the 55, 60, they're in that. They're like, nobody's going to buy a book that clearly says on the cover that you're admitting you have no clue what you're doing. So we shifted that. But it was just funny because there was such a divide in like the generations and who would admit they knew what they were doing and who uh, would not admit they 
would know what they were doing. So we reworked some other subtitles and uh, came up with that one, which I really, I actually liked the one we ended up with a lot more anyway. So, Um, but it was just funny to me, interesting to see the different views on when we're like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I'll I'll gladly admit, I don't have a clue what I'm doing, but you know, I I fake it till I make it. So yeah, exactly. And And I'm over 45. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I'm 60 and they've tested our show, Dan and I show, and uh, there's still no one watching. So it's all good. (laughs) Perfect. It's a good place to, uh, to, pitch, to uh, advertise this book or market yeah. the book, I guess. So, so what is the subtitle again? The current subtitle? What is it again? Is um, oh my gosh, hold on, I can't yeah, remember. Wait, oh, finding uh, wait, Rick, what's my subtitle? It's, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take a percentage of those sales. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, please. Uh, Adulting for Jesus, a book about purpose, trusting God, and obviously burritos. Yes. Book, that's the part I always forget. I need yeah. to learn the title of my book, a book about <laughs> purpose. Uh, yes. Contentment. So, so how did the burritos work into all that? Uh, well, I have uh, an unhealthy uh, relationship with Chipotle. Like I'm basically in a common law marriage with Chipotle. <laughs> Does Chipotle I, know that? I mean, no. Yeah. So if I don't go into my local Chipotle, like in a, if I, in a couple weeks, if I just am not in there and I go back in, they're like, oh, thank goodness. We thought something happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> so they know me. I'm yeah, known by name by God and the employees at my local Chipotle. Now, do you have a, a normal, a regular that you get every time you go in that they know? Um, no, I usually mix it up. So I sure. usually will get a bowl uh, is my typical, but I'll put different stuff on it. And then it depends if I'm kind of on a trying to eat healthier, I'll do like half the amount of sour cream and cheese or something like that. Um, Just be like slightly sad while eating it. Uh, But usually it's a bowl, sometimes tacos, but you have to get the tacos and eat them there because otherwise the taco shells are soggy by the time. And and of course, if you've uh, happened to run into a bunch of money, you might even get some guacamole and chips too, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, my the I need to invest in Bitcoin. Apparently, <laughs> Chipotle guac. Yeah, you need a second job for that. So yeah, that's yeah. a treat for sure, <laughs> definitely. But they have this new guac mode where they like because I have the app. Um, I only do uh, the app for that in Chick Fil A. Are the only two food apps. I'll keep yeah. them like this is too overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but they put like free guac in your app every so often. And nice. you would think I won the lottery, like the whole <laughs> free guac. <laughs> well, I hear the only two apps that Jesus has on his phone is Chick-fil-A and uh, Chipotle. So you're in good company there. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Adulting for Jesus, a book about purpose, trusting God, and obviously burritos. All right. Um, you ask this question, is adulthood a curse? <laughs> Uh, you know, and that's a very funny question, but you know, that's true because, I mean, it hits home because there are, and I got to say, my 18-year-old son, there are times uh, just recently that he said, hey, I don't want to grow up and mm-hmm. adulting is just too hard. I like being a kid. So thanks for writing that. How's this going to help uh, those that uh, read it? Um, so the the reason I wrote it um, was two reasons. One for kind of my own age demographic because I am mid thirties and life has not gone as expected for me. And I think that is most people's story: is that they're like, I just didn't expect my life to look like this. Where do I go from here? Yeah. So from one angle, it is for 
people who are like me and my age, you just kind of get that encouragement that you're not alone in this and that life, I don't think anybody's life goes as expected. So how do we take what we have and move forward joyfully and um, understanding that nothing that has things that seem like they've gone wrong to us, that God is really working those things, Um, not just for our good, but for like the whole eternal purpose. Um, And then also for like the 18 year olds and the recent college grads to to just give them this kind of set of expectations for, hey, I know this seems daunting what you're going into, but here's some ways you can kind of um, adjust your expectations, how you can seek God in this generation and this time um, where you're living in. Because I think, uh, and you guys sound like you're the exceptions when I've talked to you, but a lot of, uh, there's a lot of derogatory um, attitudes about millennials and then Gen Z. And then it's just, you guys are lazy, sloppy, you guys don't care, you're, uh, you're too... Um, you're too sensitive, all of this. So we just get hammered with this. Oh, we're a terrible generation. But God put us in this time, in this place to serve him and honor him with this set of problems. And yeah, they're different generation to generation. So it's also that, okay, how do we take what we have been given and honor God with that and live with purpose? So it's that angle. And I try to do it with humor and probably way too many burrito references. (laughs) A lot of you can never out. have too many burrito references, yeah. I don't think, personally, but that's I agree. But now, I am uh, definitely pushing the limits. <laughs> yes. What what was the hardest part of adulting for you? Because uh like Rick mentioned, I, I have uh three kids, two uh, two of them who are uh, officially adults now and the, the middle one who is 21 now but especially when she turned 18 she was like i, I don't want to have to make my own doctor <laughs> appointments and mm-hmm. dentist appointments and you know get my license and all this stuff what was the hardest part of adulting for you Kristen? it was definitely that shift into not just taking responsibility but you take on the consequences of your responsibility mm-hmm. and things that you do um but here i think is what like my generation and then the gen z generation um i think the biggest challenge is that because like you guys like my parents and my grandparents they didn't start off with comfort they started off with hardship and then worked toward comfort yeah. most of us were born into that comfort and that higher standard and so we grew up with this idea that life should be easy with a few hard moments when in yeah. reality life is hard and the easy moments are the exception. So we're having to learn those lessons kind of later in life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was the biggest challenge is that no, the frustration is, is normal. And um, if you look at it from a, a biblical perspective, those are the things God really uses to fine tune our character and to shape us and to grow us um, closer to him and more like Christ. So he is using those things. Um, but it was just that realization that, oh, life is going to be hard and frustrating. And even even when you don't have those circumstances that are making it hard, just like sitting online uh, or sitting on the phone to make that a appointment with the doctor and you've been on hold and you keep getting transferred like those just those little frustrations that your mom and dad used to take on for you you're now having to do um and then on top of that you have like those deeper soul level issues like what is my purpose why am i here what's my calling what am i doing with my life so it just kind of all hits at least in this day and age like usually right around college graduation and then mid-20s you kind of are all of that is dumped on you at one time so KristenWeberOnline.com is the place to go to. We've got to take a break. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. 